Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, in the studio on a Thursday morning. So, after everyone just assumed Frank the Tank would be back in Kansas City, wrong-o, he going back to Seattle. Surprised is not an accurate term. I'm astounded. You really think, you know, honestly, I'm, maybe they just didn't, maybe the Chiefs didn't want to give him the deal. Why did they give him physical? There's the question. Why did they give Frank Clark a physical if they weren't really interested in bringing him back? That is an interesting, at least in my theory on this, a supposition. I'm of the opinion that he may not have passed their physical. That could very well be the case. Now, every medical person in the NFL has a different concept of what is playable condition and what is an unplayable condition, I assume. But for him to be rumored to be back in Kansas City and, and going through all the protocol, I would have thought that that's where he's going to go. But nope, Frank Clark will end up from whence he came, the Seattle Seahawks with them for a number of years, all pro with them, All-America at Michigan, of course. And I think it contributed to the Kansas City Chiefs in many respects. He was a, an anchor on their defensive teams in the Super Bowls, and he can probably still play, although the Denver Broncos don't think so. They, they let him go. So he ends up with Seattle. The Chiefs, to my knowledge, do not play Seattle and, and wouldn't, I guess, until Super Bowl. But the fact of the matter remains that he won't be a part of the Chiefs' defense, and that's an interesting factoid of life. That's the way it's going to be. Sure is. Um, again, I, you know, it's it, it sucks. It would have been nice to see him if he was going to get that uh, postseason sack record done with the Chiefs. But you know what? He's going to do what's best for him. He don't have a lot of time left in the league. So all the best to you, Frank Clark, and yours. One thing that also surprised me that happened yesterday, Justin Ross was back in his uniform with the Chiefs. What did Coach Reed say about that? Well, Handy didn't really say very much. He was kind of dancing around the issue when he was questioned about it. But what he did say was, hey, the team is investigating and we're going through all the details. And until we get complete information on this, a Ross will be allowed to play. And that I understand that, Mike, because as you're innocent until proven guilty, and uh, Ross has said, I'm not guilty. He pleaded not guilty to these charges. However, you have to think there's got to be some, some fire around all this smoke that occurred. He will go to trial a little bit later on this year. But in the meantime, Ross apparently is going to be allowed to play. Now, we're getting the Chiefs look on this. As we mentioned uh, yesterday, the NFL takes a very dim view at all, if if a view at all, uh, on domestic violence. And that is one of the charges here, domestic violence. The young lady is purported to have said that she was dragged through the house and so forth and so on. Well, that doesn't resonate very well with the NFL. And if that can be proven, then he's got further problems. And it won't be from the Chiefs. It'll be from the National Football League itself. But that's over and above things. In the meantime, he is putting on the Chiefs uniform. How much does he play? That remains to be seen. Yeah, again, it, it uh, innocent until proven guilty. We'll see what happens. But uh, if he is proven guilty, he gone. Uh, do you have an interesting matchup tonight? Thursday night football, Bucks Bills in Buffalo. Um, you think the Bucks stand a chance in this game? Oh, I think they have a chance. Yeah, I don't think Buffalo's playing very well, and that was witnessed by the fact that they lost to a rather mediocre New England Patriots team, 29-25 on Sunday. But Tampa Bay also lost, and they fell to the Atlanta Falcons. So you have teams who are 
really thought to be pretty good and uh, playoff caliber football teams not playing very well and coming into a key matchup on a Thursday night off losses. Well, the game is in Buffalo. The Bills certainly have to be a favorite. Don't know what the weather conditions will be, but <laughs> at this time of the year in Buffalo, things can get rather dicey. But nonetheless, Buffalo and Tampa Bay. Buffalo will be a very slight favorite going into this one. That's the Bills and the Bucks, and they play tonight. A lot of fun, and if you got guys on your fantasy team playing, uh, go out to Coyotes tonight. Jay Stevens actually going to be doing Thursday Night Football tonight, so uh, ask him all your football questions. He went to Kiss last <laughs> night, so he is exhausted. It's a good Thursday morning because the Kansas City Chiefs are sitting at the very top of the peak for the NFL Power Rankings. Which don't mean anything. No, they don't talking mean about that time and time again. There's for discussion purposes only. You prove it on the field, just like any other rankings. Well, here's the key. Philadelphia is number two. Kansas City has been elevated to the number one. This is the NFL power rankings. There are about 100 of these around the country, but the NFL one is the one that is really the hallmark of them. Kansas City, number one. Philadelphia, number two. And then you have the Miami Dolphins, who the Chiefs will be playing next week, number three, followed by the 49ers and the Ravens. That's a pretty good power base in the NFL. But as we mentioned earlier, anything can happen. You have the Denver Broncos, who the Chiefs will play this week, knocking off the Green Bay Packers last Sunday, 1917. So, indeed, we have an interesting circumstance on the second half of the season as it develops. But right now, the Chiefs, number one, and playing very well. A lot of fun to watch it, and they are in Denver this Sunday. We'll talk about what the plans are for that in a few minutes. In the meantime, we got the opening night of high school football's second season, the postseason, the divisionals, whatever you want to call it. It should be a lot of fun, though. Well, indeed it will be, because this is, uh, uh, in a sense, a new beginning. Now, you say the regular season, what did it mean? Well, it means you're going to be seated either high or low, depending on what your record is. And tomorrow night begins the districts. Now, interestingly enough, not all the teams will play. Several of these districts, when we're talking about Southwest Missouri, have an uneven number of teams within the district. Therefore, the top-seeded team or teams, in some cases, get a bye, and they will not play tomorrow night. But the lower-ranking teams all will from classes 1 through 6, and it should be very interesting. This is the road to the state championships, which are in Columbia, as everybody knows. will be at Faroe Field in Columbia, and that is the 1st and 2nd of December. That is when they'll play this year, 1st and 2nd, and all the games will be played on the weekend. In the past, Class 6, which has fewer teams, had their championship a week before. That won't be the case now. Everybody plays December 1st through uh, 2nd, on those games, and you divide it three and three each day, and <clears throat> hopefully the Southwest Missouri area has some very good representatives, and I think they will. You said Nixa. Do you think they're the dog? Nixa is going to be the top seed in Class 6 for this area. They're a very good team, but they have played within themselves down here. They have not played any of the Kansas City, mm-hmm. and that's, that's the next road is Kansas City after they win their district. And those teams, you have uh, Liberty North, and you have Lee Summit North, and you have some high-ranking teams up there. That'll be tough. Yeah, and you got guys that are 6'2", three, 300 <laughs> in the city kids that are in high school. <laughs> Just some of these kids, man, I don't know what they're feeding them. Speaking of that, the uh, pros are back to action on Sunday with the Kansas City Chiefs heading over to what we like to call Arrowhead West. When do they start with Ned Talk? Ned Talk will be at 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. That's the Chiefs pre-game show. We go from 1 to 2. It's 
uh, yours truly and Joe Weston, and we have several others. I think Alec will be in with us uh, this week. But the fact of the matter remains, we get in here and we discuss all the sports. It is primarily Chiefs, of course, and do so for an hour, one to two. Then the Chiefs pregame show begins from two to three, and then it's game time. The Chiefs and the Broncos for the second time in three weeks. Kansas City beat the Denver Broncos in Kansas City uh, in a really kind of a narrow score, a low-scoring game. But I think Kansas City plays to their opponent and what they have to present. Denver's not all that bad, folks. They have a pretty good football team. They're not great. But they are capable of giving Kansas City a rough time. We'll see what happens. The Chiefs are still an eight-and-a-half point favorite. Let's go, Chiefs. Ned, you have a good day, and I will see you soon.